All right, so just hop right into it. Uh, first question is uh, uh, for someone in the public eye, uh, why write an autobiography? Uh, wh what are you hoping people are going to get out of it? Well, I think they end up getting a better picture as to who I really am. You know, I I, I certainly don't think that people are, are, you know, laying awake at night in their beds going, I wonder who Joe Buck really is. But I, I think uh, it's a it's a worthwhile book and a good read, and it's a way for people to kind of make me a little bit more three-dimensional and, and know that I'm willing to laugh at myself uh, to be honest about things that have happened in my life, to show the warts uh, of which I have many, and, uh, and, and be real. You know, it, it's hard in the course of play-by-play -play of a football game or a baseball game to, to show who you really are. And this, this was my opportunity to do that. So uh, I'm, I'm thrilled with the response so far. I think it's hit people uh, on a lot of different levels. And uh, talking about the death of my father and the relationship that we had uh, away from baseball stadiums and football stadiums, going through divorce, almost losing my career, these are things that people deal with uh, in their lives. And so maybe they can identify with pieces of it and take something to apply to their own their own struggle and uh you know we're, we're not all very different and uh this is my offering to to entertain and and maybe uh have people understand a little bit more about me um yeah that's certainly what i've gotten from the book as well so um yeah speaking of your father uh I, i'm really curious with a guy you know a guy like your father um, aside from all the advice he gave you on broadcasting, what advice as a person did your father give you give you that sticks with you today, maybe as a husband or a father? Yeah, I, that is the most important question uh, that you could ask. And I saw a guy who had every reason in the world um, to put himself in a cocoon or think he was better than the game or... Uh, better than someone else, at least in the city of St. Louis. I mean, he was he was kind of St. Louis royalty. Uh, not only when I was a little kid, but by the time he passed away, you know, he had built up a lot of goodwill in this city. But but the answer is how to treat people and how to treat the person operating the elevator at Bush Stadium the same or even better than you would the commissioner of baseball if he were to show up at a Cardinal game or, you know, how to, how to do things for others when the camera's not on or nobody's there to record it. And, you know, you don't come home. When he passed away, there were stories that came out about things that he did for people that those of us in our family, we had no idea he had ever done. And he wasn't doing it so that at the dinner table he could say, hey, guess what great deed I did today. He did it because it made him feel good and it helped somebody out. And so I, I learned how to be a good person from my dad. And, uh, and, and that's way more important than how to call a home run or a touchdown or whatever it may be. And, and, and that's, you know, a living example is, is what I've tried to do for my own kids. And uh, I, I don't know that I've always done it perfectly, but I've certainly tried. Uh, you wrote about divorce in the book. 
How does your first marriage bleed into your second marriage? And has that made you a better husband now going through the divorce and uh, dealing with uh, with your daughters? Um, how has that made you has that made you a better husband? And uh, I guess what lessons can you take from that? Yeah, I, and I, I think first of all, when you write about something as personal as divorce, you know, you, you not you have to take into consideration everybody's feelings, and so I made sure my daughters were okay with every word I wrote in this book, and and every word that had to do with divorce. That's something that's that's more traumatic than. But I, I married my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. We were married, I guess, by the end of it for 19 years. And we, I think, did our very best, but grew apart. And, you know, thankfully there was no one else involved. And we came to an understanding that we were going to part ways. And, and the most important thing for us was to raise our daughters the best way we could. And so that's what we've done from the, the minute they were both born. And so... You don't ever go through something like that and not learn and not get better. And and I think I'm, I think I'm a better husband. Uh, and and I think I'm in a marriage that uh, is more understanding. Uh, I married a, a woman who's at ESPN, who is on air, who gets the business, who uh, is a huge heart. And uh, you know, thankfully, everybody's moved on and and probably come out better for it. Uh, but, but going through that was, was a difficult thing and writing about it was just as difficult. How was the reactions to the book, uh, your ex-wife and your daughters? It's, it's been great. Um, and, and I'm so thankful for that. You know, like, like I said, if, if my daughters were not okay with one word in that book, I would change it. And I gave them both the manuscript before it came out and they both read it front to back. They loved it. Um, and they, they, they said, go, you know, this, this is a good representation of what we all went through. And, uh, my ex-wife is fine with it. Uh, we've talked about it, you know, it's, it's something I, I said to her and I would say to anybody, I'm 47 writing about my life. There's no way I cannot talk about my failed marriage. And, you know, it's something that I think a lot of people go through. The divorce rate's over 50%. And so it would be disingenuous and an incomplete story if I didn't put it in. So thankfully, everybody's okay with that. And uh, I think it's pieces of the book like that, that so many have identified with. Uh, and, And that's what's made me really happy with it. Uh, as a guy, I'm in my early 30s, so I worry about losing my hair also, but I found it therapeutic that you admitted it was about vanity. Um, was, that helpful to, was that helpful to you to admit, and uh, what was the general response to that part of the book? It's been great. You know, it's, it's kind of like I've become the hair loss whisperer because <laughs> now that, that this book has come out, so many people have come to me like, oh my God, I, I, I had no idea, you know, I feel the same way and I've gone through the same procedures. And so, yeah, it was therapeutic. And uh, I, I don't, I'm sure, you know, all of us who have lost hair have had the same thoughts. Like there's something about your virility that you feel like is, is taken away or maybe it's a, it's a sure sign that you're getting older and you don't like it. So it's not unique. And was it therapeutic? 
Absolutely. And I loved being able to go on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show and mm-hmm. say to the crowd and say to the audience, hey, I, you know, so I had this hair plug procedure and I almost lost my voice. And, and that gets people's attention because nobody really talks about that stuff. So I figured, why not? Let it all hang out. And if you're going to write a book, write a book. Right. And be honest as possible. No, understood. So um, uh-huh. my last uh, thing is just a, just a statement, I've, uh, something I've wanted to tell you for a while because I'm a, I'm a, I admire your work. And uh, on February 3rd, 2008, you called the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl and Super Bowl 42. Uh, on that date, I had just gotten to Baghdad, Iraq, and uh, there was something about that game, me being a Giants fan since as, you know, as little as I could remember. At that, moment, at that point, that was the biggest moment of my life, and to spend it in Iraq and um, – and uh, and, and oh sort of God. have you as the backdrop to that moment, getting me out of being scared and being depressed. I just want to thank you so much for that. Um, it's oh, uh, man, really that, that makes my that. Oh. Yeah, th- I mean it. Uh, no, thank you. I mean it, it's. I'm telling you, there's you know what you guys do is uh is fantastic and uh you know just for that uh three hours it was good to hear your voice so uh, i just wanted to thank you and that's all i had mr buck thank you so much thank you thanks for uh thanks for all you do and i I appreciate that more than you know so thanks all right thank you okay take care you too bye